You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. I'm Allie, your host, joined by Daniel. And Daniel, as always, I want to know, what are you loving? Allie, I am a big podcast listener. I am aware of that. And I've made you a bigger podcast listener because <laughs> I'm always telling have. you about it. I, I kind of binge on podcasts. I listen to them while I'm driving or while I'm cooking. Mm. And they just and you do cook a lot. All the time. I cook a lot. <laughs> so one of my favorite podcasts, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, which I don't talk about on here because they're my darker side. <laughs> um, but I listened to one recently that is about the Houston Astros and their sign stealing scandal so if you're not a big baseball fan the houston astros were caught stealing signs which is a big no-no in baseball sort of it's like this kind of gray area you can't use technology to steal signs which is what they were doing and they were tipping off their batters on what kind of pitch was coming they had this silly little system with like a drum that they were beating in you their explained dugout. this all to me and i feel like i need to <laughs> clarify for our non-baseball people that are listening not physical signs it's like poster boards that they are stealing yeah if you're not a baseball person stealing (laughs) signs means the sign that the catcher gives to the pitcher um so that they know what pitch to throw to throw yeah yeah (laughs) have to clarify that it's a very like baseball insider kind of story but the idea behind it is not such a baseball story it's about when Um, trying to get a competitive edge goes over the edge um, and it becomes cheating. And so that's really what the podcast is about. It's called The Edge um, and it's all about the Houston Astros. So that's what I'm loving right now. That was a lot of background for a podcast. It was very good though. You gave, I didn't listen to it, but you gave me the whole story and I just Probably it's just going to be sports fans that listen to it, but that's what I'm loving right now. It's so interesting. Well, I am loving that, well, this is a little backwards way to put it, but unfortunately, a lot of stuff was canceled this year, obviously, including conferences and different things that we had. Even our own rebuilt conference had to be canceled, um, which or postponed indefinitely right now. Um, And that was such a bummer, but I've been loving how creative churches and organizations have been getting with ways to virtually still host these conferences and still provide so many online resources. We had that youth ministry exchange conference that we were able to pick and choose and and you end up actually being able to go to even more breakouts than you would have been Mm -hmm. able to if you were there. So I just love how creative everyone got and I am loving and grateful for all of those resources that are now online. Yes. Well, to jump in today to our third episode of this series on milestone ministry, as I said, we're going to be talking about high school milestones. And if you weren't able to listen to our previous two um, episodes, go back and you'll kind of understand a little bit more about our explanation of milestone markers or reasoning behind it. But the gist of it is that we want to provide something unique and special for each grade that is a milestone that they can look forward to reaching, that they see people above them reaching, that they can be excited for when they watch people younger than them um, reaching. So go back and listen if you haven't yet, but we are going to jump into our car rides worth of content for high school milestones.
Yeah, so we're focusing on high school, which for us is 9th through 12th. Mm -hmm. Some places are a little bit different. I grew up with a 10th through 12th oh, did you? high school in Idaho. Yeah, um, and so we're really focused during high school on equipping our, our young people and sending them out. I think it's a lot more about welcoming and helping them to find their identity in middle school, and they're still finding their identity. Mm -hmm. But it's much more so about realizing our time with them in high school is limited, and then they're out in the world. Mm -hmm. And so we want to equip them with something that goes beyond just our time with them for those four years. And so that's what these milestones are focused on. In last episode, we talked about middle school milestones where we explained that fifth grade we want to make really special because that's when they actually enter into our student program. And we want to mirror that kind of special welcoming environment for our ninth graders. We do also get an influx of people who have never been part of student ministry here when they come for ninth grade because they're joining to receive the sacrament of confirmation. So for our ninth graders, one of the first nights of the year, we have all of the upperclassmen serve the freshmen. I mean, bring them food. They'll lead a game. They take their trash. They'll pray for them. They show them to their small groups and just every little thing. The older students, the upperclassmen are taking care of these ninth graders and these new ones. And we're just, they're showing them how to serve as Christ served. And we make the ninth graders feel like kings and queens, truly like royalty from the minute they walk in the door, they are being served hand and foot. Because if we want to be like Jesus, we have to serve others. And we are all one community here. So that's why what we're showing all of our high schoolers, really, because the upperclassmen are, they've experienced it if they were here in ninth grade being served, but now they are being the hands and feet of Jesus by serving these ninth graders. And now these ninth graders are getting to experience what it feels like to truly be served as Christ would serve them. And we're all one community. So it's just making them feel really welcomed. And then we read the washing of the feet just to kind of reiterate the bigger meaning behind all this fun of just being served and treated like royalty all night. Um, one thing we've all we've done the past few years as well is that for our confirmation students, as I said, is majority ninth graders. We read the washing of the feet at the end of the year in one of our last um, confirmation meetings, which include sponsors and everything else. So we have that activity. But this with our milestone ministry, we open the year with it as well. So it's a really great way to kind of bookend the year with that explanation of service and serving as Christ. So that is ninth grade. In 10th grade, we want to give them a rosary. And for all of these, we're trying to give them something that is kind of a memory of that too. We didn't come up with that, that like tangible thing for ninth grade. Maybe it's um, a bookmark with the washing of the feet. Yeah. Maybe. Scripture. But I think it's pretty memorable that night. It is. Regardless. It's pretty memorable. Yeah. Um, but we like to give them um, something that they can take with them from each of these two that's a physical reminder as well. And so in 10th grade, we want to give them a rosary. And for all of these, you could just give them the thing. But there's no fun in that. Mm -hmm. This is a milestone marker. So we wanted to. That's right. We want to make it memorable and sticky mm -hmm. for them to to take this not only as a great memory of something that happened, but really as a tool in their faith for their faith toolbox as they go forward. Um, so this 
rosary, we would have a 30-day consecration to Mary leading up to it. There are books that you can get for this. Um, I don't know, honestly, that our young people want to have another book that we give them to read. It is really good, and it's not a lot to read every day, but handing them a book and saying, read this leading up to it might be tough. But if we gave them a simple way that they could do a little reflection and consecrate themselves to Mary and explain what a consecration is... Mm -hmm because I think that's an important step here and why we um, have faith with Mary and why we ask her to pray with and for us. And maybe for the the 30 days leading up to this, there's a prayer guide and each Hail Mary um, that you say is dedicated to a different teen from this group in 10th grade. And it all leads up to receiving a rosary and reflecting on how the rosary is used and the small groups could commit to doing it together. So 10th grade is all about the rosary, really a specific prayer tool that they will be able to have with them for the rest of their life. Yeah, and I love the small groups committing to do it together because we love all of our teens feeling and knowing like we are one and you're part of this larger community here, but reinforcing that community and special relationship and commitment between small groups is so important and awesome experiences. So giving them that for this in 10th grade is another great way. So 11th grade is where I'm going to talk about this a little bit more when we get to 12th grade, but we do something special for our 12th graders as part of this milestone ministry every year. And it starts in 11th grade. We have a senior blessing every year, but what we found actually just past year was our first year doing it, which kind of sparked all of these ideas for us in my, with milestone ministry from our seniors, but we want to make that senior blessing personalized and special. So that starts in 11th grade by them in their small group or with their peers and us choosing and writing their own senior blessing for the coming year. So that starts in 11th grade as they develop those ideas and then they can have it and carry it all throughout their senior year. Um, It can include a verse or a prayer or just special prayer requests that they have. So that's one part of our 11th grade that ties to 12th grade. But another part of 11th grade is that we realize this is a big step in their responsibility. A lot of 11th graders, this is where they get more responsibility in whether it be a job. Now they're driving, the different things. We were just talking about one of our teens here at Nativity. I think that's when we gave him a key to the church because he was doing so much here. He had so much responsibility. So it's all these gifts of keys as they're growing older. They've got car keys. Maybe they've got a key to the house. They've got a key to wherever they work. Who knows? Um, And it's this big step in maturity and growth and independence and trust and accountability. So their keychain starts filling up with all of these things, maybe figuratively or literally. And so what we present them to kind of acknowledge this growth in them and this independence, but also something, especially for the ones who start driving that we want to be sure to have on their keychain with them is a tiny saint. This is, Daniel, I feel like you've shared these as one of your favorite things. I might have something I'm loving. Yeah. (laughs) They are these tiny keychains that are a little saint. They're like a cartoon of a saint. Would you say that? Mm -hmm. And they're just little rubber saints. So you can choose your favorite saint. um, And we would pick and present these saints with them. Uh, the teen because maybe they, it's their confirmation saint or just a saint that means something to them, a patron saint of something specific. So that would be the kind of tangible thing that we want to give to take with them, their personal saint to carry on their keys wherever they may go. 
Yeah. I had another idea with this too. I don't know if we'll do this or not. Daniel but I is just such thought, an idea guy. Well, I am, this is I, every day. <laughs> idea is my middle name. Um, is that maybe we teach them how to change a tire. Yeah. Some of them will know that already, but it is kind of a fun thing that you could throw in there. Can you, if you teach me to. how to change a tire? <laughs> I can. I, I will admit, I have actually never changed a tire, but I know how to do it. I learned in driver's ed. So they, the 11th graders might be able to teach us better than we can teach them yeah. if they have to learn it in driver's ed. Here, let me, <laughs> might want to rehearse that yeah. before you get in front of them. <laughs> We've got to practice. So that is 11th grade. All right. So we have gone all the way from fifth grade through Ooh. 11th. We have gotten to our seniors now. And this, even though it's the last grade, is really where we started with this idea um, last spring. Mm-hmm. And it was a happy mistake Mm -hmm. because we did this um, during COVID out of necessity because we wanted to connect with our seniors and offer them something and we weren't able to gather in person. Mm -hmm. So we came up with this idea of dropping a senior survival kit on their doorstep. Now, I think a lot of people actually did this. I've heard of a lot of other churches that thought of something similar to this. Mm -hmm. It may not have been exactly what we were doing, but dropping something on the doorstep of their seniors. Now, what we did is we kind of scrounged around the church a little (laughs) bit for for stuff that we already had. And then we had one of our people donate some things and we put some other things together and went out and bought a few things. But really, we did it pretty inexpensively. Mm -hmm. So we put a senior survival kit together and it had in it a rosary, um, a card about how to pray the rosary, ramen, sparklers, candy, a senior keychain. It was all in a bucket. We had a little journal for them that was actually a nativity branded journal. Um, and a, there was info uh, for some of them about the campus ministry for whatever school they were going to. Um, there was a nativity pen. We put chips, like there were Doritos in every bag. <laughs> there was a floating lantern in some of them. Some of them had a beach ball or a frisbee or bubbles, kind of had all those little things sitting around. There was a bookmark with that special blessing. And I'll tell you about that blessing in just a second that the seniors had. There was a book in there from Dynamic Catholic. There was a senior CD from Dynamic Catholic and a prayer card. So there was a lot of stuff. And we tried to make it fairly useful. It was kind of, yeah, useful stuff that they could take with them to college, fun stuff celebrating being a senior. It was all in a beach pail because they're coming up on summer and a lot of students go to beach week and whatever. So it was a fun combination of a bunch of stuff. And we brought it to their doorstep and we asked them three questions when we were on their doorstep, which Ali will tell you about in a second, recorded that and made this great video Mm -hmm. of them, which was something we shared with the parish. And it was just so great. That was another kind of Mm -hmm. happy mistake. I mean, I thought of doing the video early on, but we weren't sure how it was going to turn out. Um, And just hearing their answers and how many were impacted by their small group experience. So wonderful. And this was the blessing that we did for this year. So the juniors would write their own unique blessing for their grade as um, they journey through that year before they become seniors. So this was the blessing for this year's seniors. And it's actually mostly a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And then we added a little bit to the end of it. So it goes, this is my wish for you. Comfort on difficult days, smiles when sadness intrudes, Rainbows to follow the clouds, laughter to kiss your lips, sunsets to warm your heart, hugs when spirits sag, beauty for your eyes to see, friendships to brighten your being, faith so that you can believe, confidence for when you doubt, courage to know yourself, patience to accept the truth, love to complete your life, and the conviction that Christ is bigger than any challenge you will face. Amen. 
I'm getting flashbacks listening to you read that. We read that a lot of times. We read it a lot of times, (laughs) but you did the voiceover in that final video of it. So now I'm getting flashbacks. As Daniel said, we recorded us visiting, praying for, and asking our um, seniors three questions. We asked them, what are your plans for next year? What is your favorite nativity memory? And what advice do you have for underclassmen? Um, And it just came together so beautifully. I think it was more than we ever even imagined or knew or were expecting it to be. Um, And it was just a great way to celebrate them. I think it, we realized how special it was us going one-on-one and visiting their house, knocking on their door, how great that was, but then being able to record it and put it all together and having all of student ministry and then all of the parish see this entire student ministry community that we had. And now it is definitely already created what sparked all this milestone ministry, but for younger teens to look forward to this excitement. But I think it brought seniors together so much, being able to see one another that they hadn't in so long because of COVID. So it was just an awesome experience and a beautiful celebration for our seniors. Yeah, and that was really what we want for all of our grades is to have something Mm -hmm. that is a milestone that they look forward to um, year after year. So we end with one bright idea. Do you have one today, I do have a bright idea. Um, And that is, if you're just getting started like we are with this idea of milestone ministry, start with the senior kits. Um, Just start with those. Don't worry about the other grades yet. Just get that Mm -hmm. one right. Um, Ask a couple of seniors that you know who are in your program. Um, Ask a couple of senior parents what they would want in a senior survival kit. Include some faith items, a note or two. That was the probably most important thing in the survival kit. I was about to say, I think that's a bright idea because I don't know if we mentioned that. I skipped that purposefully because I wanted to say it here. The note from us and then we had their small group leader or small group leaders write a note um, Mm -hmm. is I think the most important thing in there. And then put some fun items in too. That's what the floating lantern mm-hmm. and the bubbles and the other stuff was in there for. Um, but just keep it simple. Deliver it to their door during the month of May or sometime at the end of the year. You can enlist small group leaders and staff um, to help you with that. And then ask them those questions. Pray for them on their doorstep. Record it. Edit it into a video. We just recorded it with our phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything fancy. The sound you quality on together. them was terrible yeah. on some of them, but we made it work anyway. Yes. So that's our one bright idea. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. We love you all very much. Join us next time, and we're going to dive into how you can create milestone ministry within your own parish.